Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hello and welcome to Attacking Third, a CBS Sports Soccer Podcast. I'm Sandra Herrera, lead NWSL writer for CBS Sports. Joined today by Lori Lindsay, former U.S. international midfielder. On today's episode, we've got so many things to talk about. We've got NWSL midweek recap for you all. We've got a weekend preview with full slates of games for NWSL and Women's Super League. It almost feels like it's going to be a little bit of a supersized episode, but I promise we're going to make it nice and easy for everybody. Nice and painless. We're going to get through it all together. A quick reminder before we start taking our deep dives, watch all of our Attacking Third episodes, previews, recaps, interviews on YouTube. You can subscribe to our page to get notified whenever we go live at youtube.com slash Attacking Third. Lori? We're back at it. Thanks for joining <laughs> me, bud. Appreciate yeah. you as always. Lisa's still, uh, you know, discovering Living and having adventures in Iceland. And yeah. we're here talking about, <laughs> about soccer. <laughs> listen, I mean, Lisa looks like she's having a great time. Credit to her. I mean, but listen, the NWSL has been um, wild. So I feel grateful. Good to see you. Great to I, see you for like the fourth time in, in a week. <laughs> I know, I know, we've been hanging out a lot. I feel, I feel like, I feel like she hasn't missed too much, but I feel like after last night's games, the, the midweek matches, yeah. this is the one where she's going to be like, oh, things have definitely taken a turn. Uh, yeah. It's gotten, it's gotten only more interesting, and I didn't think that was possible, uh, you know, coming in uh, into those midweek fixtures and now coming out of them, uh, mm-hmm. just like looking at what was on the line going into Wednesday's games as we made like our previews and our picks about that. So many different scenarios, like every single team had uh, some type of clinching scenario, like one through one through five. So although there was just um, the four matches taking place, there were like five teams who had like potential like clinching scenarios. And listen, it turns out Angel City was the key. And they busted that lock and said no. So uh, I'm excited yeah. to chat about all of these games with you. Let's start at uh, the top of the pecking order here. We had Gotham FC hosting OL Rain, kicking things off early last night. Narrow scoreline in this one. Look, we, we, yeah. we've been talking about Gotham. We've been saying, hey, they, they've been looking a little bit different in their games. They're a tough team to go up against in this final stretch of the season. Mitch Purse making some interesting things happen on the yeah. pitch there. But it was a tale of substitutions in this one making all the difference. 1-0 for O.L. Reign. Penalty kick conversion in this one. Mm-hmm. What were some of your takes out of this game? Yeah, I think, you know, we're even talking about this off air, too. Um, there's a couple of teams that I'm extremely impressed with their their depth. And O.L. Reign, I think we've seen, because they're on this three-game road trip, right, and they'll finish this weekend against Houston, but... <clears throat> To bring Fishlock, bring Rapino off the off the um, bench, right? They were game changers, and I think that's the that's the type of thing that you need. Those are the players that you need at this point in time in the season, right? Whether they're starting, whether they're coming off the bench, and that was ultimately the difference maker. Fishlock um, drawing the penalty, Megan uh, Rapino converting it. So, um, but yeah, I, I still just again, I'm like. <laughs> 
I'm feeling for Gotham because it's not that they're not in these games, right? They're in these games. They're putting oh. in the effort. They're, there's just like these little differences where, I mean, there's a lot of talk about the Heidemann um early on that could have been um, – you know, a penalty kick, I think, or at least maybe a red card on, on Freeman. Um, that would have been a game changer. But then just like, you know, Krieger putting herself in good position and then the end just clipping Fishlock as she's trying to regain her footing. So, I mean, it's just these like little things where you're like, my goodness, and forgot them. But, um, yeah, credit to O.L. Rain. I think both oh. of you and I have O.L. Rain, right? Um, they yeah. do feel like they are on um, a bit of a, like a, a mission, right? Like oh. this team is like – we are we're going all the way this year. They're 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 locked in. They're yeah. listen. I would love to see it. Quite frankly, yeah. I mean, a, yeah, they've same. got a ton of players, you know, on on their team who are originals. Been with been with the Rain yeah. franchise since since the inaugural days. And um, Laura Harvey, obviously, you know, making yeah. her way back to the club after a brief departure. And I would love to see it. I, I had them picked as as going all the way in our early predictions here, I, and I'm yeah. like, it's it's time. Right. I want to see yeah, it, you right. know. Uh, but they they I would agree. Like we're talking about Gotham, kind of approaching games a, a little bit differently in, in in this final stretch. But I would yeah agree with you that the argument is maybe the same for for Oral Rain. They they just um, they're turning it on in a very specific time in the season. Some would say mm-hmm. the best time of the season, and. Um, yeah, just I loved that. I, that's all they needed. You're, you're talking about, I think in, in in reacting to it, I was just like, Fishlock is an OG, man. We're talking oh. like serious original gangster of like NWSL, like coming in and just like create, like her and Megan Rapino linking up to just like create this. That's all they needed was this one moment um, yeah. in the and game then, to take all these points. And you have the shenanigans of like Megan throwing the ball off the back of Fishlock's yeah. body, right? And Fishlock's like, what the hell? Yeah, like high, like like high, like highly stressful moments, right? And yet you still have yeah. these two going out there and having fun with the yeah. game. Like you love, you love to see it. That 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 good balance, right? Of, yeah. of of high competitive nature, but like still having joy for for the game. So, um, yeah. yeah, I'm with you. I, I'm I'm curious if Gotham has one in them though. Like in this final stretch of games over this next two weekends, like are they going to spoil somebody's uh, chances uh, along the way? Because it just looks like, again, they're, 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 they're not necessarily a team that you're looking at anymore and saying like, I'm eager to, to, to face this team and, and rack up points. No. It's not necessarily the case, uh, but, but we'll, but we'll see. I mean, I think um, this midweek match obviously bumps up uh, old rain into some, some better standing mm-hmm. heading into the weekend. And that was a case for a, number of teams uh, last night during the midweek matches let's chat a little bit about orlando pride and north carolina courage these two games were kicking off at the same time so i know everybody's attention was everywhere you had multiple your your multiple devices trying to to keep up but look the binia making <laughs> things very simple very early in a game like this north carolina courage go ahead and defeat orlando Pride three zero effectively and officially eliminating the pride from NWSL playoff contention. It, there was again, mathematically speaking, and hypothetically speaking, there was some scenarios in which Orlando Pride were still in contention to to make the playoffs. But the thing is, similar to to Courage, similar to Angel City. A, having to win out, and B, needing to make up a massive, massive goal differential, uh, differential but for Chicago in front of them, I believe. Before this game, Orlando Pride was negative 17 in the goal differential. So watching these two teams going into this match – you were like, there's the potential for, for this game to, to still maybe have some of those chaos factors. But again, North Carolina Courage getting business done early in this game, 3-0. Yeah. What are some of your takes? Well, I think you and I were even saying, too, coming into this game, Orlando has, doesn't have a player that has more than two goals, an individual. And I think that is so difficult in this league because you do need game changers. So I was thinking, like, this is Orlando versus the Dabinia show, right? Like, Dabinia was yeah. just on fire. This is the Dabinia that we're used to seeing all the time. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, the first – and so, I mean, the two, – Two goals and an assist in this game. She saw Massive. it and landed to right? – yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, um, 
But yeah, I mean, Dominion was on fire, but I think it's been interesting too. Like this is another team that you just feel for a little bit with North Carolina because they're going to need some help from some other teams. But I mean, I'm just looking at some of the rotation that they made, right? We haven't seen Kenny Bowen play many minutes at all. If any, she's getting a start. Um, you're seeing Matthias back into the mix, Madsen, who's a, um, a more recent pickup for them. So there's a... This- this team is starting to look, um, and they're still without Caroline in that game. I mean, this team is looking different. So you're just like, okay, can they make this push um, to find themselves in the playoffs? Because I think the way that they're playing right now, they look like one of the better teams, actually, um, that could be very much in the playoff mix right now. Especially yeah, I the don't, way that the Bini is playing. I was, I was just going to say, like, I, I would imagine that if, if, the, if the other things go – North Carolina's way, right? Because at this point, with all these games that took place midweek, all teams are level on on games now. Finally, it took to like yeah. two weeks remaining in the regular season, right? So yeah. all teams at this point are officially at twenty uh, match weeks, and there's yeah. two games remaining for each team now. And based on on that, for the points, the max points for. For North Carolina and and who's in front of them, you know, whether at this point it's Angel City or uh, Chicago Red Stars, obviously you've got certain tiebreakers in in play if if things are are level on points, maybe with if they they do reach Chicago and Chicago finds themselves with 34 points as well, they would get in on on a tiebreaker based on current goal differential. So it's very exciting right now. for sure, watching all of these teams and listen, they're trying. They're they're trying to make sure that uh, they have those tiebreakers, right? Within some of these results, within some of these wins, the Courage are making sure that they're doing as much as they can to ensure themselves the best opportunity. So it's not just going out there and and getting a win against a team like Orlando Pride, and and you're essentially eliminating them from from playoff contention. That's another team you don't have to worry about, but you're doing it with a three zero scoreline, right, off of the back of of a very impressive individual performance. Uh, from Dabinia. Again, another player who you want to have uh, in a top form at, at the right time. So these were two teams that definitely we were we were watching all rain, courage going on, going into these those two matches. And it kind of felt like, oh, is there is there really going to be room for for some midweek chaos here if both of those teams are going out and essentially doing their jobs? Because part of the equations and in, in clinching scenarios was that North Carolina had to either drop points or lose, and they just simply did not do that, setting up an interesting <laughs> scene for the late-night games of the yeah. midweek matches. Portland Thorns versus Racing Louisville FC. I believe we both had Portland in this one, Lori. 3-0 the scoreline in, in this one. Yeah. Sophia Smith, you love to see it. Getting on uh, the scoreboard for this team. I believe it was... Uh, I think it was four games. Uh, yes, I think four games that Smith has been on the hunt for a goal, you know, and getting back into the conversation of uh, that golden boot race. But she finally got one in the back of the net. A massive second half shift, though, I think, between yeah. these two teams. Um, you know, Louisville doing enough to keep things exciting, but not a lot in this game to show that they were ever going to really take it from Portland. Um despite some really cool saves from Katie Lund, uh, back-to-back goal line clearances, including one from, from your striker and Nadia Nadim. But just it was really a tale of, of Portland just not getting him in the back of the net in the first half. And then in the second half, that was not the case at all. Did I lose you, Lori? I might have lost Lori. But listen, what else? Are you no, back? No, I'm buddy? here. Okay. Well, listen, all it took about a 10-minute span for Portland to, ch- to just turn things on its head, starting with that goal from Sophia Smith just a couple minutes into that second half. Yeah, I mean, listen, it was 3-0, but it could have been easily a lot more than that. It felt like sometimes yeah. a half-court basketball game, right? So, like, um, But again, it just credit to, to Portland. I think some of these teams are on a mission. I think it is tough if you're like a Louisville or some of these teams that are already out. We we talked about this in previous episodes about, like, what are you playing for? You're obviously playing for your job. You're playing for starting spots, looking to see yeah. what your team's going to look like next year. But it's a it's quite different approach than if you're a Portland team playing at home with the amount of talent you have, knowing that you can go to the top of the table, put yourself. Oh, I hate that we lost Lori in the middle of a, of a good take. 
Yeah. I'm like, you were in the middle of a good take in the in, in I know. I played you. I know. I'm in this like old hotel. I'm so sorry. No, um, I love what you were talking about right there with 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 Louisville. It's 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 something that we've been chatting about in these previews. We've been saying, hey, we want to see what this team is gonna bring in these final remaining games in like sort of keeping an eye ahead to, to next year. And I'm not necessarily sure that we, we saw a lot, um, you know, on their end uh, out, out of this game and, and going up with, with Portland, I think, again, you're, you're looking at, at a team that um, is, is in the midst of, of a playoff push. And they were the only, with this result, they were the only team to clinch a, a playoff spot in the midweek match, which was, which yeah. was hilarious because, you know, nobody came here to do math and apparently we're all trying to make sure that the math is, is correct. And it, it even took a little while for that to come through. And we were all just like, wait a minute, is, is this actually for, for real? So while something yeah. like the, the shield or that first or that second place by are still in play, that's going to come down the line for right now. Yeah. Portland is in, they are into yeah. the playoffs. That is what this win against racing Louisville means. Um, Sandra, was- they're in and they're also bringing Sinclair Weaver crystal off the bench. Like I oh almost fell God. out of the chair. Like we all know this, but it's still like such a, like <laughs> still such a thing. I'm like, Oh my God, please bring yeah. the best players the, in the world. <laughs> Watching, having Crystal Dunn build her minutes off of that game against that they had against Orlando Pride, and then coming and like building more minutes off at home, it was great to see her get that ovation in in front of uh, her hometown fans there at the in in Providence Park. But I'm with you. I I liked I liked the way they went into that half, made their adjustments, and came out and really just continued to take it to to Louisville. It was like, listen, this was the assignment. Let's go yeah. and execute. And they went and they went and they did it. And it was just, it was just like the timing of these goals. And it was also the personnel, right? And, and, yeah. and, and got like, like, listen, like it, Sophia Smith has been integral to this Portland Thorns attack. And, you know, a four game skid might not mean it like, you know, mean a whole lot to, to a lethal striker, you know, because they know they'll eventually get on task, but you want to get back on track heading into the playoffs, right? So again, the timing of which, like having Sophia Smith be able to to, to pick up that ridiculous goal, Sam Coffey, right? Getting her first NWSL goal. Like these are all cool, very cool things that you want these particular players to have under their belts going into a playoff, you know, a 17 year old in in Olivia Moultrie getting, getting a goal and, and the patience that she had in, in getting that goal. Um, uh, you love to see it. I thought this was a, a a really good kind of probably like momentum booster. I think for this for this Portland Thorn side, especially looking ahead to the weekend that they've got in front of them as well. It's going to be a, a match heavy uh, week for them and a, probably a crucial three points for them to have picked up in this match and, and doing it in a way which which they sort of felt maybe they were facing a little bit of adversity. I mean, hearing you know hearing Smith talk about I don't want to get fined, but Ah, that's not going to get called on me. I thought that was a very important point that that she made. Um, You know, we're talking about a couple back-to-back games where we saw, um, you know, some a player of a caliber like Sophia Smith or or even somebody like Mallory Pugh, where there was discussion of a lot of physicality in that game against Houston Dash and Chicago Red Stars, and not getting and these young players not getting those types of calls. So, um, despite all that, right, still Mm -hmm. coming out on top with this massive scoreline and clinching a spot in the NWSL postseason. And listen, it wasn't just Portland making things interesting last night. We also mm-hmm. had Angel City versus <laughs> Washington Spirit. I think this was the one that we got wrong. I think we both yeah. went Spirit in this one. Angel City, two to one. They take all three points. But of course, of course, you still had some nerves at the end of the game there. They they were mostly leading this game. Simone Charlie giving them a go-ahead goal at a very good time. And just when I was ready to see, like, this was this is a great game for Angel City. I was ready to, to say, listen, they finally had a good 90-minute game here. And then they went ahead and, and conceded a penalty in late-stage mm-hmm. moments. And it's just something that you don't want to find yourself still doing at this yeah. point in the season. But the hang-on 
and get all three points and are still in the hunt for a playoff spot. Some of your yeah, takes on this, Lori. Yeah, like I mean, I think the the key is don't count out uh, Angel City, especially when they're at home, right? Because yeah. they do find ways. And I mean, as you mentioned, like conceding that late penalty kick to Ashley Hatch, um, converting it, but it does feel like shaky, too too shaky at times. I think for this team that has like putting a lot on the line, fighting for one another, um, continuing to make it life difficult um, for their opposition. So. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm just impressed. I mean, they continue to find ways and they continue to find, um, bounce back. And I mean, what what a header from Simone Charlie. I mean, that was I mean, this is the first time we've seen her do that. So it's not, I'm not surprised. But it, at that time to rise above defenders, she had like three defenders around her just to glance that into the far post. Great ball by Jasmine Spencer. But this is what I'm saying. Like these players are. You know, they are they're fighting for one another. And I was a little bit more shocked, I think, um, by Washington's performance. Like, I, I thought they would come out. I thought they would. Yeah, um, yeah when, that started, when, when that starting lineup dropped, I was like, OK, I was like, the spirit are, are out here to to snatch some souls. They're yeah, out here exactly. to go and, 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 and handle business. You know, they know that yeah. they're out. They know their end game. Right. We're talking we were talking a lot about teams who are eliminated and they know mm-hmm. what they're playing for for the remainder of the season. It's about yeah. closing out your season in, in with strong performances and looking ahead to build to, to next year. And, and, you know, we saw Sullivan back in the lineup, you know, Rodman yeah. Sanchez and, and looking at all these players available, but a uh, angel city taking it to him a little bit at times yeah. uh, in yeah. this game. I, I, and again, I loved, I love the goals. I thought there was good team goals close, yeah. for, for, for angel city in this one, the good link up, but particularly that, that, that goal for Charlie, I just think she's been a real rock. For, yeah. for that team in terms of, especially positionally, and yeah. what that franchise has, has kind of gone through this year in terms of their, their attacking players, right? Losing Kristen Press, you know, mm-hmm. she was just sort of, you know, really bringing things on and, and turning a corner in the season. <laughs> and Stretching then, the back line and stuff and giving oh, it. Yeah, and then, and then trying, you know, trying to, like, compensate and, like, like let's make a move for Sydney the Rue and, and her having to, to deal with her her injuries as well. So just sort of seeing, like, Simone Charlie and, and what she's been doing and, and, and even just her body language, too. Like, you could tell she's really kind of taking on a, a little bit of a, a more vocal and kind of leadership role yeah, yeah. For, for, for that attack as well. And I loved and, that header. I thought it was really good the way she continued that run and yeah, Spencer, Spencer feeding her into the box and, and just executing the header. Fantastic goal. Yeah. And, and, you know, you and I talked a few episodes ago too, about when she, um, cause she'd been coming off the bench, Charlie and there, you know, credit to Freya Coom, just like reading to see like, okay, what does this look like in terms of who we're going to start? What's it going to look like and who's going to be people that are going to come off the bench to give us something extra, which I think earlier on in the season that they, with their injuries still, even prior to like Sydney LaRue coming in, Krista Press having her injury, it, they have, um, you know, players, they didn't have a ton of depth or somebody that was going to come off the bench and be like a real game changer. And I think, you know, credit to Freya Coombe kind of taking a look to see, okay, who who can start this game, but then who is going to be vital for us? And Charlie has shown that. I mean, even when she's starting, but also been an important piece when she's come off to, to kind of continue to put pressure under the opposition. And she showed that last night. So huge credit to her. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, particularly those those two late night games really shifted some things around in the standings. We have more games to get through, but let's take a look at the standings before we take a break here. We now have a new number one heading into the weekend. We have Portland Thorns clinching their spot in the playoffs and currently sitting in first place. San Diego Wave FC in second place with 34 points. Old Rain jumping to third with 34 points. Knocked down a peg or two in fourth place is Houston Dash with 33 points. Kansas City current now in fifth place with 33 points as well. Again, you have to look at the tiebreakers in these scenarios. Sixth place hanging out to the last spot. Chicago Red Stars with 30 points. And just outside looking in, Angel City FC now back within a point against Chicago Red Stars in seventh place with 29 points. North Carolina Courage in eighth place with 28 points and eliminated from playoff contention, ninth place, Orlando Pride, 10th, Washington Spirit, 11th, Racing Lova FC, and 12th, Gotham City FC. But look, there's more games that are going to take place this weekend, so this likely means the table is going to change 
once more. We've got a full slate of games to get through with everybody. And we're going to make some picks right after a quick break. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, all right. Let's make some picks. Let's let's keep it moving with with NWSL action here. We've got some games to get through. The slate is all twelve teams competing in action this weekend. Let's start with North Carolina Courage versus Gotham FC. Laurie, in your opinion, is is this a game to to keep a close eye on? What do you think? I think every game is – I do know that's going to happen these days. I feel nervous about these picks. I feel sweaty because like, it just feels like we are – I mean, we are down to the, the nitty-gritty here. But, like, goodness, I mean, anything could happen. Um, yeah, I think it is. I think in, in the way that, like, depends on yeah, – oh, Make sure you watch every game, basically. All right. Well, I just did, said, you, yeah. did you make, did you make a pick? We lost you for a second. Okay, North Carolina is my pick. I'm going with them. They know. North Carolina is your pick in this one. Okay. Yeah. What about you? I'm going back and forth a little bit on this one because I, I listen, I love Kool-Aid. I want to believe in Gotham. I want to believe in, in Gotham. I, yes. They're due, they're due I, I feel. And there's only two games left to do it, right? So I was going back and forth. I think at this point, even a draw, a, a not loss would be yeah. massive, I think, yeah. at this yeah. point. For for Gotham, they they are for they're 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 picking up unfortunate records, right? They're 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 on a, you know a ridiculous losing streak right now. They don't have any draws this season. That's another odd record that yeah. they're weirdly chasing right now unintentionally. Um, so <laughs> yeah, so I'm just kind of like, oh geez, like at this point, like something like that would, would even be um, you know perhaps a <laughs> little bit of of a, of a minor like maybe a moral and mental victory for them, yeah. but. Look, it's a quick turnaround for North Carolina Courage and for Gotham. I do wonder about the legs in this match um, and if that's going to set up any type of maybe dangerous scenarios that, you know, an oops moment here or there for, for, for either side. But I just don't think you come out of the performance that North Carolina had with Dabinia and say you're going to go home and lose, right? So I'm also going to go Courage in this yeah. one as well, yeah. but I'm going to be keeping an eye, an extra eye on Gotham for what they've got in store in this match as well. Let's keep it moving. Let's talk about another game that's going to be kicking off on Saturday. Closing out the doubleheader for Saturday is going to be Houston Dash versus Old Rain. That one's going to be kicking off at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Listen, you said it best, Lori. Every single game is probably going to be the biggest match of the weekend. But there's something about this one for me with Houston going up against the rain. We were talking about it off mic, bolding some things, things that we want to take deeper dives on. Give me some of your uh, perspectives on this match and uh, hit me with a pick. Yeah, well, uh, it is an, it is a interesting one in the fact that O.L. Rain, I think, you know, they'll want it in this um road trip with three three total wins um but houston's a difficult place to play and they're a difficult team to play um at this point in time so i think this is a really interesting matchup just in how they actually match up with one another so i might have to use my tie on this because i think um it's three games traveling on the road for oil rain that's tough they've done a good job i think of rotating players to give some rest i mean fish like didn't even play the, the game against north carolina 
only limited minutes um, last night against Gotham. So you're going to see some players are going to have some freshness to them. But um, mentally, that's challenging in this league, I think, with the travel. So um, I do give a bit of a nudge to Houston playing at home. And I think that Salmon, I think that uh, um, Sanchez um, could really cause some interesting problems against this O.L. Reign um, defense because I think that is where they're most vulnerable. But I am... I am thinking that O'Reilly knows what's on the line here. They want a home field advantage in um, in the playoffs, but they also just want to secure a playoff spot. Yeah. Um, obviously, so does Houston too, right? Um, mm. But I think it looks a little bit different with them playing at home. I think that's that's um, huge no, for them. But I'm losing my tie. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm I'm with you. I I listen you, again. You're correct. I think every single one of these games are, you know, considered a biggest match of the weekend, right? But I think there are some of them that are still have that storyline and narrative around them as like a playoff preview. And I think that's what's different about this one. For me, we're looking at two teams who have largely, who who have mostly been in the upper half of the table for large portions of the regular season. And it's no different with, with two weeks remaining now in the season. It's Houston and and the rain still in that upper half of the table. I mean, tech, they didn't. They they've only played each other about a month or so ago. And Houston getting the better of the rain in that one on the road. Houston is not a team that is scared of getting results on yeah. the road, but they're the hosts in, in this one. So I am curious how you know all rain are going to look um having this 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 kind of lengthier uh, road trip you know on, on a quick turnaround uh, i i am curious if even with the you know some of the player rotation that we saw from all rain if it's if it's enough for laura harvey yeah. and her team to, to go Fair. up against Houston Bush. Uh, again, we're, we're doing this, you know, live. We're, we're having everyone join us live, and, and we're doing this ahead of something like availability reports, right? Yeah. Jordan Heatham uh, coming out of that game uh, for O.L. Reign could, you know, be something that we have to keep an eye on. What's going to be her potential availability? Is she questionable? Is she going to be out? What, like, who is going to be the personnel that they have, you know, able to go up against a, against a dash team with, with Ebony Salmon, who's – another player that has gotten back to scoring, right? She's coming off of a weekend where she got the game winner, the lone goal against Chicago Red Stars. And she had a massive game against all rain uh, just last month um, uh, against, against them at, at Lumen field. So I'm a little curious. I think this does have makings of a draw in it, but listen, I don't want to, I don't want to go draw. I'm going to go Houston in this one. I'm going to say that it's going to be narrow. I'm going to say it's going to be intense. I'm going to say it's going to have all of those playoff preview as type of things. I think we're seeing a, a different level of a physicality for, for Houston down the stretch of this season. And they need to be careful because we just saw a very important moment manifested by Fishlock and Rapino. Against Gotham, so you got to yeah. be careful with some of that physicality. So, so we'll see. But I'm going like Houston in this one. You're going with a draw. I have a feeling I'm going to be texting you, and you're going to be right. <laughs> this is, is going to be one of those games where we're like, hold on a second here. Uh, so, yeah. so we'll see. That closes out Saturday. Let's talk a little bit about a quadruple header that's going to be mm-hmm. taking place to close out NWSL action. It's going to start at 4 p.m. Eastern with Portland Thorns hosting Chicago Red Stars. This is the other one of those games that we're looking at and saying this one, again, perhaps a little bit of a playoff preview as well. Portland coming off of that massive win, 3-0 against Racing. Having a quick turnaround and being the host in this one for uh, Chicago Red Stars as they come into town. And Chicago having a little bit of rest for them, right? A little bit of a regular week of preparation before they go to Portland. And this is a little bit of a different um, head-to-head. I would say that Chicago and Portland in recent years, probably since about 2019, have been a little bit more evenly matched as opposed to what was typically 
you know, uh, Chicago's kryptonite in Portland. You had massive wins, massive differences in records. But for the last recent seasons or so, Chicago's done a really good job of making things interesting anytime they've gone head-to-head with Portland. This is this is the team. Chicago's the team that has bounced them from the playoffs uh, in, in a couple scenarios in, in recent years. So this definitely has the feelings of a playoff preview. And if you're Chicago hanging on, on to that final spot, Lori. Maybe this one also feels like you want to win this game. Maybe is this, is this a must win, or are they just trying to still take it one game at a time? What do you think, Lori? No, I think this is a must win. This one's a tough one for me because I don't want to root against the Chicago Red Stars because I, I like that team. I think early on, you and I were talking about that. I'm like, this is a fun team. I've been, you know pushing for them for a while just because they keep bouncing back. Um, but then I do like, obviously like Portland. I like Portland at home um, in front of their crowds with the depth that we talked about. So now I'm like really regretting my previous choice about the tie for Houston. <laughs> and we we'll go with the tie here. <laughs> I want to be in a tie. I don't want to be using it earlier because I think this, I think Chicago um, is going to make this really difficult. Um for Portland. I think it's going to be difficult for them to get a lot of chances. I think that they are going to be stingy defensively. And then obviously, you know, Nagasato hasn't gotten a lot of love because of stat wise. I don't think it's been nearly as much as even when we used to see her with um, Sam Kerr and like, um, yeah. You know, the, the partnership they had, but she does a lot of different little things that I think make herself available to keep the team ticking and being an outlet up top that then allows for Malpew to open up. So I, I say that because I think of this team in Chicago, there are ways that I think that they can get after Portland, um, especially in some transitional moments. Cause I do believe that they will have to lock things down defensively against this Portland team. We're going to throw things at them, be high energized because even though it's a quick turnaround for Portland, they've had a little bit more of a rest leading up into this game um, last night. So I, and with the rotation that they have and the players available, I don't think that that's going to be a major issue at home. Yeah. Um, but I think this is a game that Chicago is going to be up for, no doubt, and they'll know the importance. So maybe I would like to use. You can just look. Use it's another I was going to say it's an unofficial rule. If you want to use another draw, make the pick. I'm looking at the other games and I'm like, how do they even come up with my picks? Because I want everything to be a tie this week. (laughs) We want ultimate chaos. (laughs) (laughs) We want as much chaos. I want players scoring goals. I want chaos. I want. We want all of it. We want all of it for leading up into the final weekend uh, of the regular season. What I would like ideally is it would be fun to see Chicago um, get a win on the road. Oh my gosh. Yeah. They have not had a good away record for sure. Right. A little bit opposite, yeah. uh, you know, of Houston in, in, in that aspect there, Chicago's a team that's, that's been stronger at, at home. Um, so yeah, I'm with you. I think if, if they would get a, a win on the road and then at a place like Providence park, I think that does a lot for mm-hmm. a team um, of that caliber right now with, with two matches remaining. Listen, they, they were talking about coming off of the Rachel Hill was talking about coming off that week of results with that, that quick turnaround from, from uh, a draw against the rain and then the win against Kansas City, how it was really important for, for confidence. And not that they didn't have confidence, but it was important to have that confidence at the right time for a particularly young team like uh, like the Red Stars. So, you know, I would imagine that this would also go into that as well. Like if they were to go on the road against Portland and picking up a, a result or a win against this team would, would be massive for, for them with a game remaining at home against Angel yep. City. So listen, it's the final stretch of the regular season. I said it before. I'll say it again. I'm not picking against the Chicago with the games <laughs> remaining. Okay. We're going red stars, uh, <laughs> taking it to Portland on the road. Like we'll, see, we'll see what happens, uh, you know, between these two teams. Look, they're in different phases of their season right now. They faced yeah. each other earlier two two draw. Who knows? You could be right again. Maury. we'll see if they got, uh, they got another one in them. We've got uh, Kansas city current. Going up against Washington Spirit. That one's going to be kicking off at 5 p.m. Eastern. Current versus Spirit. Lori, I'm just going to tell you straight out. I got this one as my draw. How about you? Oh, you have a draw. Okay. I'm yeah. going with the Kansas City. Back at home. Right. This team's been resilient. Um, 
I uh, will be curious on how Washington bounces back second game on the road um, after losing last night and, you know, still a lot to play for, but obviously out of the playoffs, as we mentioned. So I'm going to go with Kansas City. I think I think they'll they'll have the little bit of extra um, underneath their belt after coming back and getting the late game tie uh, against Portland, but also yeah for it. However, I will say I think they're going to have to be good defensively because when you have a Trinity Rodman yep. and a, um, Sanchez coming out, anytime you have those players on the field, let's be honest, but and Hatch, but I think there's always some vulnerability when you have a three back against that because those are the spaces that Trinity Rodman can just come alive in, yep. um, especially if they can find her early in behind on the outside of that three center back. So that's my main concern there. Um, I think the Kansas City will create opportunities. We've seen that. They're going to fight to the end. Um, but I don't think that you can give Trinity Rodman, Sanchez, Hatch, those players looks early on and allow them to get into the game. I think you have to frustrate them early on the road and keep it keep it tight or get some goals on your own. So that that is like the parameters within this. I mean, I obviously understand that's soccer, but in this game in particular. So, But I'm going Kansas City. Uh, I'm with you. I respect it. Listen, just just like I'm not picking against Chicago. I don't I don't think you should pick against Kansas City, right? That 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 that's who you're keeping in a, a close eye. Uh, it was tough. I didn't come to the draw easily, but for all of the aforementioned uh, reasons that you just listed, especially formation against formation, I'm curious as to how. Um, you know, or if Washington Spirit will be able to exploit the, those areas and maybe give yeah. somebody like Adriana French a, a tough day at, at the office. Uh, mm-hmm. And and maybe those things cancel each other out a little bit al- yeah. along the way of, of the 90 minutes. And, and that's sort of where I was like, you know what, I'm going to peg this one um, as a draw, even with the Spirit kind of coming off of the, uh, the the quick turnaround there. Let's uh, let's take a look at Orlando Pride versus San Diego Wave FC. Again, two teams in different phases of this season. The Pride heading into this one. No their end game it's just about trying to close out strong and san diego wave still trying to clinch their playoff spots still chasing a shield uh still trying to to make some history of their own when i'm looking at these two going head to head Lori, i i I need san diego to just handle their business i'm going with the wave in this one how about you yeah yeah same i mean they just need to take care of business and get the job done and then get out of there essentially is how I'm looking at it. Like just put it down, get out of there and like moving on. And, and so, you know, those are going to be some of those games and it's unfortunate for Orlando. That's a tough loss last night for them. I think that's it. Listen, they're professional players, but the, those things are take a mental toll. Right. And San Diego, yeah. I think there's a lot of momentum. Um, and they're going to want to just get that, get the win, take care of business and, and move on and, and put themselves in the best position. So I'm going with San Diego as well. All right, let's have a little fun with it, too, because I don't want this one to be too easy on us. Does Alex Morgan somehow clinch the Squirrel. golden boot in this one? I mean, can, could she could she get a couple in this one? Do you think she's got it in her? She's going back to Orlando, going back to Florida oh. Stadium. <laughs> yeah, she definitely has it in her. She definitely has it in her. Um, yeah, I think, I think she can get a couple. Of, I think she's at least getting one in this game. I think because um, I think if the way that San Diego has been playing, sorry if I had a little bit of a lapse there, but I think the way I say yes to Alex Morgan, at least getting one goal. Um, and I think if they, we've seen San Diego play a little bit more direct recently, so I think there's an opportunity for them to actually utilize that even to their advantage against this Orlando team because I think that's where they've had some difficulty with some of that direct play. So I think you, you exploit that early on, even straight from Kalen Sheridan, see if you can – get Alex Morgan getting in behind causing problems. Yeah. I think what, what I'm eager to see. What, what I'm, what I'm eager to see if, if Alex Morgan scores, I'm eager to see if it's going to be like against the run of play or in a buildup or via penalty kick. She's been doing it all. That's how I'm curious. Yeah, that's where my curiosities lie. Uh, we'll, we'll see. Or who knows? I mean, on the other side of things, if Orlando takes it to San Diego, that would be a massive, massive upset <laughs> over the weekend. So yeah. so we'll see. It's uh, We'll still keep an eye on it uh, for sure. Closing out Sunday and closing out the slate of games is going to be Angel City FC versus Racing Louisville FC. So many things to play for here. And I'm going to take a quick moment to let everybody joining us live, a little bit of breaking news for you. 
your girl is coming to LA. I'm going to come <laughs> through and check out this Angel City game going up against Racing Louisville FC. Attacking third is going to join y'all during your fan fest. We're so excited to participate in such an exciting time uh, of the season for this franchise. And listen, I can't I can't do it. Just similar to Chicago, Lori, I can't do, I'm not going to be on a plane to LA and pick against Angel City. I'm going Angel City in this. Yeah. Got them as my pick in this one against racing. How about you? Yeah, same. I mean, they've been good at home. I think it's proven that it's difficult for teams to come there and play. Um, massive win last night. I mean, look, they've had a ton of, like, they've had a ton of um, games. Yeah. Multi, sorry. Yes, I'm not going against, I don't know what you heard. I'm not going against Angel City either. I'm picking them. I think they've been great at home. I think um, this is a team that knows what's on the line. And no doubt they're going to be tired, but there's a mentality, I think, within this team that we've seen build throughout the season that is like they are they are like through and through. Let's get it done. Yeah. It, it might not yeah. be easy, but we'll get it done. And you all are going to be there. So they're going to know this. <laughs> We're going to read the book. We're going to put on the show. I uh, look, I, I'm with you. I think, you know, just to chat a little bit about the the opposition side here, the visiting side in, in racing again, uh, we saw Nadia Nadim come out of the game against uh, Portland. And, you know, it's this is a player who's also a literal doctor. I would assume that she knows her body very, very well. She did yeah. not, uh, you know, she her body language does not appear to be, um, you know, happy about but coming off of the game and she looked uh, uh, definitely disappointed um, in having to be uh, subbed out. So I, I would imagine that there's going to be a lot of precaution around, around this player um, going into to this next match, especially on a quick turnaround. I would imagine she would mostly be unavailable based mm -hmm. on that. Uh, and, in, and if she is, I think that's just another player that is, is, you know, that you're going to be missing for, for racing to even sort of have a, a chance right against an angel city team that seems to be riding high off of the momentum that they have created for themselves. So um, I would love to see it. I would love to see a win from angel city. I would love to see a goal by way of Simone, Charlie, and uh, hopefully uh, angel city deliver and keep things interesting down the stretch of these final two weeks, but that's not it. That's not it, Lori. We've got some women's Super League action to take a look at before we close out the episode. Just to remind everyone, you can catch women's Super League games on Paramount+. Plus. Full slate of games for women's Super League. Arsenal versus Tottenham on Saturday at 8.30 a.m. Brighton and Hove Albion versus Reading at Sunday at 9 a.m. Eastern. West Ham versus Manchester United Sunday at 10 a.m. Eastern. Leicester City versus Ashton Villa Sunday at 10 a.m. Eastern. And you've got Chelsea versus Manchester City on Paramount Plus Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern. And Liverpool versus Everton on Paramount Plus Sunday at 1.45 p.m. Eastern. Let's make some picks. Of course, we're going to be keeping an eye on the biggest matches on Paramount+. Plus. Let's take a look at Liverpool versus Everton. Liverpool coming off of a massive upset of yeah. Chelsea. Who you got in this one, Lori? Yeah, Liverpool. I think, yeah. I think that's, yeah, I think that's a, I think that's a momentum builder for them, right? That would have been huge. Yes, they scored on two penalties. Um, um, you know, finishing both of those off, former Houston Dash player. Um, but I think one of the things about Liverpool have the ability to work in possession, but also, you know, Stingle was a good outlet in terms of going herself at times when needed in terms of on the break. So yeah. I'm going with Liverpool. I think those, those, that's an early, it's, I mean, only second week, but I think that, that win for Liverpool against Chelsea for, for Liverpool is huge. And I think that just sets the precedence and like gives them a foundation to start to build off of. So I think this is a, a game that they'll be like, seeking for sure to get a W in and I'm giving it to them. How about you? Yeah, I, I feel that for sure. I thought I thought there were some really good moments where Liverpool was was pretty good in transition actually and I was yep. a little bit I wouldn't say I was uh well, shocked by it. Yeah. 
Yeah, I wasn't like shocked by it, but I was pleasantly surprised, right? I wasn't too sure what we're going to see from Liverpool going up against such a heavy hitter in in Chelsea, but uh, I would like to see them continue to build on that against Everton. But I'm also looking at this Everton side sort of closing out their previous match with this narrow scoreline against West Ham. You have to imagine that they thought that perhaps they had the better of chances in that one, getting a couple more shots on target, uh, you know, compared to, to, to West Ham and, and uh, just not being able to, to get something in the back of the net. So I do wonder if maybe these two teams have any adjustments in them and there's, this has the makings of a draw. So I'm a little curious yeah. about it. Although my, I'm going to go against my gut, actually. Like going to okay. go against my gut, and I'm going to go with Liverpool as well in this one because I want yeah. to see them score, you know, uh, you know, in the buildup or, or either against, you know, uh, not off a penalty kick, right? So I want to see sure. something a little yeah. bit different from the Reds in this one. Listen, when what are you flying to L.A.? Are you flying to I'm LA gonna on Saturday? LA. I'm gonna I'm gonna be I'm gonna be there for the Sunday game. So I'll be there Saturday and Sunday. Okay, cool. Because I just need to know when I can message you to see yeah, what's going <laughs> <you're right>. <laughs> on. Really- <laughs> all right, no, like, all right, so all right. Really- Spot on. Yes, perfect. Okay, well, look, look. We uh, the other side of things. We've got uh, a bigger match. Two rivals going head to head. Chelsea versus Manchester City. Two teams coming off of massive <laughs> upsets in their opening weekend. Who you got in this one, Lori? I've got or, Chelsea. But I think this Chelsea team is going to certainly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I've got Chelsea. I think it's going to be, I think they know that they weren't good enough or, or they do know that they weren't good enough in that game, right. Against Liverpool. And then they got to move, they got to play. There's just another level for them. And I think that they're going to bring that. They know that um, leading into this week, we even heard that in post game reactions, getting it right on the training pitch leading up to this game. Um, And I think we'll see a few tweaks, not necessarily in terms of like, like, wholesale changes, right? Because I think Emma Hayes would be a coach that would say, hey, listen, when you lose, then you're inclined to like make some adjustments where they don't need to. They just need to be better at a club, right? So um, yeah, go with Chelsea. Yeah, I think I think look, there's a lot of good fixtures happening this weekend in women's super league. And of course we're partial to the Paramount Plus ones, but absolutely gonna try to keep a closer eye on Chelsea versus Man- Manchester City. Uh two rivals. They're they're all they're, they're two heavy hitters. They're always uh in the conversation for for the title towards the end of the season. Um and now we've got two pissed off teams coming off of upsets <laughs> from their opening weekend. I would imagine that this has uh you know gonna be some some delightful things that we see. I'm eager to see the adjustments that they make, but I'm going with Chelsea to to go ahead and uh, lock things up in in this match against Man City. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be an interesting ride. We'll see. We'll see yeah. if, if if one what of those teams. <laughs> we'll see if one of those teams start off their season zero and two. It's gonna be it's it's gonna be an exciting time. Listen, everybody, thank you all so much for joining us today live on Attacking Third. Download, follow, and listen to us anywhere you get your podcast: Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. We're everywhere. Subscribe to us on YouTube so that you know whenever we go live. Watch NWSL and Women's Super League on Paramount Plus, and we'll be back to recap all of these games and more. For Sandra Herrera and Lori Lindsay, this was the Tekken Chris. It was a very bright, shining light, Sarajevo, and they needed to kill that light. From producers Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, explore how art and music sustained hope during the siege of Sarajevo, thanks in part to humanitarians and the band U2. U2, they represent a personification of our resistance. The Hollywood Reporter hails Kiss the Future, moving and inspirational. Kiss the Future! Viva Sarajevo! Kiss the Future, new documentary now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Go to Paramount Plus to try it free. Terms apply.